my man Isaac Mashman. Welcome, sir, to the Justin Aguirre podcast. Justin, my man, thank you for inviting me on. It's an honor. I'm excited to be here. Dude, I'm so pumped up. I woke up this morning and of course, after spending my quiet time with myself, I go to Instagram because it's the app I use the most. I see your story and you're talking about your new book is already number one in the public relations category. And it had already had some other records, man. Just tell everybody the title of your book because it's a badass title. And yeah, bro, just, just, let's just start with the book, man. We're jumping right into the deep end of the pool. All right. I'll take it. I'll take I it. I mean, but... we're, we're swimming. We're going to swim backwards. We're going to go. Don't uh, worry. All right. All right. I'll do the backstroke, but, um, yeah, man, super excited to have this book out. It's called personal branding and manifesto on fame and influence. And you're actually the second podcaster that I've talked to since the book's been released or, you know, right around the same period. And the second Justin too, within the past month, which is kind of, kind of go kind of ironic, right? Go Justin. Let's go. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I launched on November 1st and the, the premise of the book is I, I like to call it a work. I don't really want to call it a book per se, because it covers so many different avenues. And I've been reflecting over the past couple of days and I'm like, I, I don't even know quite what I wrote because mm. it, covers the power of personal branding, but it also covers some strategies and the basics of personal branding. And uh, it really is something that if, if you were to give it to your grandmother or your grandfather, or your parents, and they don't have an understanding of personal branding, they would understand just what it is and how powerful it is. And a lot of the people I talk to with my business, they don't understand just how powerful and how much potential their own personal brand has. And that's something that I've really embraced. And so today I woke up and saw that it was number one in new releases in the public relations category, which I'm like, yes, um, you know, which is something I don't think I ever hit before. And so now when you go to the Amazon page, it has the little orange banner. I'm like, yeah. orange looks good on you, baby. Like orange looks good. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, man, I'm on a, I'm on a really, really high frequency right now. It, it um, peaked right now up to today. Uh, number 14 in the overall bestsellers category of public relations, but I'm waiting to hit number one for that. So I can yeah. say number one bestseller in the public relations category. I gotta, gotta make that distinguishing factor though. Cause I, I don't mm. want to be one of those guys. It's like, I have the number one Amazon bestseller. And I'm like, no, yeah. you have the, the bestseller in Fiji history. Like, you know, <laughs> like I want to make sure that I'm clarifying it's in the category, but when you're yeah. running a public relations firm, I think public relations is a great category to be topping in. Oh yeah, dude. And that's the thing is you, you wrote this book, a manifesto, I should add. And, uh, and you also have Mashman ventures, correct? Yes. And that's a PR firm. Mm -hmm. you mm -hmm. say? Okay. Yeah. And so the, that that's mainly what you do right now is help people build out their own personal brand and you run the venture company. And now you just wrote your first book. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that's a good way of summing it up. And um, I, I do need to note that, that traditional PR firms only focus on um, maybe, you know, it's really about closing the gap between the consumer and the corporation. And we don't focus on corporations, we focus on individuals. Now, working with high level executives is something that we'll be doing in 2022. But what we specialize in is building out your personal brand organically in the right way, because there is a wrong and a right way. A lot of people mm -hmm. today, they fake it till they make it, they buy their followers, they buy the, the Yahoo Finance feature. And um, I think that that treads the, the thin, it, it blurs the line of ethics and ethical, right? So it's like, this is either, this is like, eh, I don't know. But then they try to say that, hey, we're this person. And in reality, 
you're really not. You were only featured in Fox 34 out of Delmarva, Nebraska. Like you, you, you weren't featured on Fox News. And so yeah. those are some things that I see and I'm not trying to hate on anybody, but um, I want to make sure the ethics and morals are, are really at the center of what we're doing and, and our work with our clients because it's, it's your reputation, right? If you're 100%. in reputation yet you're selling yourself, then it's not going to come to a surprise when it gets ruined a couple of years from the down the road when somebody on Reddit's like, Hey, this person's a, a scam. So facts, yeah, I mean, dude. facts, man. Yeah. And, and we can't talk about this too much without bringing in that word social media. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause when I think about personal branding, I feel like it really started to take off with the introduction of technology, more so social media. Mm-hmm. And so that's for me, when you talked about giving a book to somebody, like they would have to understand like the, the context of what we're, what I think you're talking about with personal branding is like, we're going to have to be on phones and laptops. When you talk about personal branding, we're not giving out flyers here. Right. So this social media, this, this connection with personal branding, would you say that it's a, a recent phenomenon and it's the only way, or is it one of the ways? How do you, how do you see that? So it, it is not the only way by no means. And it is not the thing that created personal branding. That's actually a point that I bring up in the manifesto. Personal branding has been around forever since before civilization began. You know, I talk about chieftains, right? You have these different tribal barbarians or people who are traveling in groups. Certain chieftains were feared more than others, right? They're like, this is the person that you don't want to mess with because he's going to kill you, steal your crops, burn your place to the ground, and you won't have a tent to sleep in, right? Mm-hmm. And so that chieftain had a personal brand. And then throughout the years, you had the pharaohs, you had the the European kings who uh, led their nations and maintained power with divine right. And now, because of social media, it's becoming a buzzword that everybody's throwing around, but they think that social media created it. Now, an earlier mention was in Napoleon Hill's 1930 work, Think and Grow Rich, where he talks about organized planning and putting together a portfolio, like a a really, um, I guess you could call it a resume of sorts, but it was more of a portfolio. And that was an early example of personal branding, but social media is just like expediting the entire understanding of it. Yeah. And it, and it definitely gave anybody the ability to do it, no matter if you sucked or you did it. And to your point earlier, you could actually fake it and still come across like you have a quality brand. Right. Yeah, right. which is really sad. And I want to say like, there are people who legit do that and make money doing it. Um, far too many, actually far yeah. too many. And, yeah. and, you know, one of the things about that though, is one, of, I think one of the reasons why I got involved with this business is I had a conversation with somebody a couple of years ago before I even launched my firm. And he's like, Isaac, if you had a couple thousand followers and went up to a girl in a bar and I, I'm like, I was, I wasn't too young. I can even go into a bar and legally drink. Uh, he's like, you're, you're more likely to take her home. If you have a hundred thousand followers versus 2000. And I'm like, but you just bought your followers and you're lying to her. I'm like, that's not a good way to start a relationship by no means. And that kind of impressed upon me. I'm like, wow, there are a lot of people out here making a lot of money. I'm talking tens of thousands of dollars every month, um, riding off of this horrible practice of giving this false persona. And this is legitimately faking it till you make it acting like you're a celebrity and just because you took a picture with ice cube or took a picture with somebody doesn't mean you're in the same friend group as them, you know? Yeah. 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 To, to talk about personal branding, I feel like everyone has like passion, heartbeat, things they naturally gravitate towards why personal branding and why you, well, the thing is, I, it's kind of ironic too, because I used to be 
a very antisocial kid. I was never like a horrible kid. I was a great student in school, but I used to be bullied for my last name. They used to always make dude, fun. I think it's bad ass, dude. <laughs> yeah, like they, they would always say like mashmen, like mashed potatoes. And, you know, yeah, I, li I like my carbohydrates, but like, come on now, don't don't make fun of me. Um, but they used to always say like mashed potatoes, smash mouth, like smash man, like smooth. And I'm like, dude, that's so messed up. Yeah. And that was elementary school, middle school and high school until I, I eventually just threatened the kid. Like I, I literally was like, dude, you're going to stop this or like it, yeah. it will not look pretty for you because I had to stand up for myself. And yeah. Then I got involved with the industry of network marketing when I was still in high school. And when I got involved with the industry, I started seeing the potential of, you know, making money. I, I started listening to Gary Vee. And although I don't agree with many of Gary Vee today, like I don't agree with like 70% of his stuff. Really? Um, he was the wow. first person I gravitated to. Mm -hmm. And he has a wildly successful personal brand. I don't have to agree with him to respect him. Yeah. And because of that, I really started to understand it. And I was known as that helpful kid in church. I was in Boy Scouts. I you know, was the senior patrol leader for a couple of terms. And there's so many different aspects of it to where I eventually embraced it because I was like, you know what? Rather than being the anti-social butterfly I used to be that ran away from pictures on picture day, why don't I gravitate towards that and look for that? Why don't I seek it out and do something? There's so many benefits mm. to it. And nothing about my story makes sense as to why I would have wound up doing what I'm doing, but I started to love it. And now I'm talking 90 miles an hour about a subject. And I think that's a good indicator that you enjoy it. Yeah. Well, well, I think it makes a lot of sense. And for, for people that go off and do really great things is we go into a part of us that what would could be classified as a wound or a piece of brokenness. And then we transformed it resurrected mm -hmm. it brought it back to life and then we ran with it and so for me like one of the deeper purposes in life is to is to heal what's broken inside of you and then go teach others how to do the same or go mm -hmm. gift others and find tell everyone hey look look what i found and you have that oh i can help you you have that i can right. help you and so you're helping people build a personal brand while you yourself create one for yourself because essentially that what you're giving away is what you're doing um for you right yes but it, it's also deeper than that because then that treads the line of oh this guy's making a million dollars selling courses all you have to do is buy my course and mm -hmm. i want to make sure that there's a, a firm distinction between that guy and versus what i'm doing because although i am working with people to build out their personal brands as i'm building out my own obviously mm -hmm. i'm going to be building my personal brand but that's when you have the conversation of your personal brand isn't just based around what you do it's also based mm -hmm. around who you are a lot of the people that I've been fortunate enough to say have bought my uh, manifesto over the past week and a half, two weeks since it was launched, have been people that followed me before I got involved with network marketing, or not even network marketing, but before I got involved with my public relations firm today that I launched in 2020. They were the ones that were watching my story when I was that ambitious young kid in network marketing or having my first ever podcast. Like they were the people who followed the journey that continued to support me. Because mm. your personal brand isn't what you do, it's who you are. Yeah. And that's a big factor. And so I'm creating content based around my life, based around my personality, the the unique things that help develop rapport with an audience and with people. Oh yeah, man. And that's that's really what people want. I mean, that's what that's what the eyes get turned to is like, mm -hmm. did you see what he did? Did you see what happened? The, the drama is what excites human beings in our hearts. And it's always been like that, going back yeah. to your referring to earlier one thought I had while you were just speaking is there's a tendency to believe that the more followers and the more likes, the more engagement means more success. 
and more power. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't always mean what they're putting out is more quality. And it's hard to grab the eyes of the masses when you're staying true to who you are. And I just, what, what the, where, where I'm trying to get at is, is it possible to have a very successful brand that's personal, personal brand, but not have a large following? Okay, so you can, and I've talked to, to various people about this before, you can build out your personal brand in the right networks, right? You have your personal brand and your friends and your family and your church group or whatever you're a part of, you're mm -hmm. after curriculum clubs, maybe Rotary, but you can also take it a step further and build out your personal brand to the general public and people that might not be able to buy from you initially. And you can build out your personal brand by building a successful company or you can build out your personal brand as you're building your company and they go hand in hand together. Numbers do have a great impact, right? But deeper than the numbers, right? I, I know it was a couple of years ago, there was a story how this influencer uh, literally had 2 million, 3 million followers. She started selling t-shirts and only got like 10 orders or something like that. I'm like, wow, because people didn't trust her or people didn't really associate and relate to her, right? It's like, you might be following her for the sex appeal, but not for the person appeal, right? What is appealing mm. about you for being you? And that's mm. the deeper aspect of this. You have to have this level of trust. You have to build it up. You have to take them from being a follower to a fan, to an acquaintance, to a friend, or to somebody that, um, although you might've never met them, they feel like they know you. And that is the thing that is going to make you stand out and really be the distinguishable or distinguishable factor comparing you versus the next guy. Mm. For, for people listening that are uh, considering building a personal brand. And it's hard to say to someone like you shouldn't have a personal brand. I, Cause I don't know if you're, if you're, if you're alive and, and you, and you're young and, and you're on social media, like it's, if you're, if, if you're not building something, like, I feel like it's your resume to the world. If you're not doing something, then you're just a consumer and we need those too. But for people that want to build a, a brand and, and I asked this question for me and for other coaches that are listening and stuff like that, what are, what are some things, some practical things that, that we should be doing on a daily through our social media to really gain the trust of our followers and to build new ones? Well, number one, Justin, I, I want to make it clear that you are building out your personal brand regardless of you wanting to or not. Mm -hmm. uh, it's something that you've had since the beginning of time, since you were being born. Your parents created your brand. They determined your name, where you were bo born, uh, what hospital you were born in, or if you were born at home with you know, a, a bedside mm -hmm. nurse. Um, they determined your religion, your political affiliation, where you went to school, everything about you, point. your early years. They had a huge factor of your personal brand, but even then, as a baby or as a young elementary you know, age student, your teachers started to know you at, for certain things, right? The class clown. Why do you think students in their yearbook are given the titles of class clown or best dressed or most likely to succeed? All these different titles because of their personal brand. Yeah. And so today it's about making the cautious decision to build out your personal brand understanding that, hey, I have this, I'm gonna have it till the day I die, but do I want to direct it? Do I want to continue creating it and be in control of it? Or do I wanna just drift through life as Napoleon Hill says, and let whatever happens happen? And that's a horrible place to be in because that means that you don't have the control. You gave your control away to the next person. So if you were somebody who wants to say, I'm going to position myself 
as a person of authority, position myself as a public figure, as somebody of interest, then you need to actually be having conversations with people. And I always say that if you're not able to have a conversation about yourself, then how do you expect other people to market you as well? You're not going to be doing the heavy lifting after it starts getting into momentum. Other people are. A big yeah. aspect, and I'll give away the secret sauce right here. I don't know if you're going to have this on video, but you know this is an author copy of the book. But one of the reasons why I wanted to write this is not so much for a lead magnet. Yeah, it's going to help me get business, right? It actually, I had a prospect call today with somebody who saw somebody who shared the book, but it's going to be in their homes. It's going to be something that you can hold physically and flip through the page and get a glimpse into my mind. Which means that I could leave this in a Barnes and Noble. I could go to a hotel room. I saw somebody, uh, Mike Ficara. He he just published his own book called like Socks on a Rooster. And every single time he goes to a, a hotel room, he leaves behind a book. And I'm like, nice. I'm stealing that page out of your playbook, my man. Like I'm I'm going to take that. Um, but the fact is, you have to be willing to to have conversations with everybody. And even if that's in the mall, getting coffee at a Starbucks, ask what they're interested in. Get more information about them. Share your social medias with them. There are so many different avenues of marketing. And um, to tell you a story and then I'll be quiet is there is a time, and I mentioned this in the manifesto, I had business cards and I was in LA and it was a, a place called The Grove. And uh, we went into a Barnes and Noble. I was with a friend at the time and I dropped off business cards and almost every single book that I thought would be of interest in the business section. And I'm talking, I dropped it off in Gary V's book, 10X Rule by Grant Cardone. Like I, I was putting in all the big players. I'm like, bam, 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 bam. And then I got a message like a week and a half later from somebody who bought one of the books and he's like, found your card. Now it didn't result in business, but now that guy knows who I am in a sense. He's like, oh, he's yeah. gonna hear Isaac Mashman in the future and think of, oh, I picked up his book at a business, like in, in the Barnes and Noble. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. That's yeah. what it takes. That is what it takes. It's, it's yeah. I mean, your answer was very, practical literal and it's to the grind and and we think like we need to get that shout out you know and get those all those followers in in, a, in 10 minutes and it's like no you're, you're talking about like one-to-one -one personal and we're going to grow like that and we're going to form relationships and community and it's going to be slow but over time now, it's going to grow yes and your content is a way to bridge that gap the content you create, uh, even if that's something personal, like yesterday, I, I took a video of me going on a walk. Those are just examples of things. Oh, now that person's gonna be like, wow, he lives somewhere where the trees turn, you know, different colors during the fall. And that might not seem big for somebody who's who's raised up north during the where they have all four seasons. But somebody who's in Florida who only sees green year round, like myself, is going to be like, wow, that's gorgeous. Like, I've never been to a place where, where they have, you know, actual fall leaves. Like, that's different. Yeah. And um, that's truthful. That's truthful. But those are different things that are able to bridge that gap of connectivity. Yeah. Because that's what, that's what, that's what we need, right? That's what we're looking for mm -hmm. as people that have a personal brand is we want to, we want to make them think like, ah, oh, nobody does it like Isaac. No, oh, oh, Justin taught me that. Like, he showed me that. Like, and right. then they'll forever remember you. And we're building a seed that's actually going to be around in 10, 20 years for their family and their friends. And, and it just keeps growing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, when you, uh, when you talk about, when you, when you talk about personal branding, I, I feel like I can't help but think about that word self-awareness. And, and you had mentioned Gary Vee, and I think that's why it's coming up because he, he's really big on that as well. You can't do any of this if you're not self-aware, um, because if not, then you'll be inauthentic, 
with mm-hmm. your message and you actually confuse yourself in the long run. So how, how <laughs> this is a deeper question, but how does someone go about building self-awareness so that they can build an appropriate brand that they're proud of? Well, great question. And number one, I think self-awareness is one of these buzzwords too. And yeah. it's not something that can be taught per se. It's something that has to be developed with time. And many people live their life and they don't know why they're alive. Yeah. And Earl Nightingale talked about this in The Strangest Secret. If you took a hundred men and you, you broke it down, you know, one is going to become massively successful, four or five are going to become wealthy, and then you're going to have 60 plus out of the hundred who are just broke. Like they, they, they started out with the ambition and then they went down the drain. And that's factual because there's a reason why there's a 1%. There's a reason why people are more successful because they make the conscious decision. See, it's a matter of consciousness. It's a matter of, of not so much self-awareness, but understanding that you don't know something, right? You have four stages of learning and I'm not going to go through all of them, but one of them is unconscious incompetence. You don't know that you don't know, right? And that's where most people are at. And then there's conscious incompetence where you know that you don't know something and then you can start taking those action steps to become better, to become more educated. And, um, you know, somebody on Facebook brought up the Dunning-Kruger effect and that sent me down this realm of study about the Dunning-Kruger effect. Most people, the average person believes that they're better than they actually are because they don't know any better. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's why education is important and self-education. I say that at the center of all achievement is personal growth. And I stand by that until the day I die. That's true, man. I've saved so many years off of my life just by study. Dude, it's, it really should be a course that's mandatory in middle school and in high school, something along the lines of personal development that has nothing to do with memorization or math or any of that. It's just strictly like we're talking about maybe some books from some of the greats. We can break down some teachings. It, it just, it's so needed because so many people come into it after college when they've already made so many wrong decisions and they have to unmuddle all these things and then you know and some people never get there so personal development man it's i'm I'm with you on that one man it's the key to to so much self-mastery and success yeah most definitely yeah um when i when i think about and i've I've been staying here with personal branding because i think like our, our listeners will really um benefit from that but when i think about personal branding and its and its growth and like the future of it what it looks like and i think about social media and i'm sure there's other outlets and, and ways to to go about it like you said you will always have a personal brand um what are your opinions on like ar and vr mm. and its influence on on personal branding man like being actually present with somebody that is a fantastic question and it's something that i've been reflecting on and i've had a conversation with a friend of mine the other day about this and you know right now we have this disassociation with reality and i myself experienced this when my business is 99 percent built online i'm like man you go and have a face-to-face interaction with somebody it's something that like whoa i don't i don't remember this since high school like i'm like whoa and i'm like it's weird it's different and i'll be honest like i i can feel disassociated at times and that can yeah. be problematic because now every single time you go back out you have to reassociate yourself with reality yeah. now we're entering this time where facebook's holding company rebranded to meta which means yep. that they're focusing on the metaverse and i personally love it 
However, there are negative things that are coming to come about from that because we're going to be living in a ready player one world. Like it's going to be, we're going to have people that are sitting in the corner. I saw a meme the other day and and it's like what they think you, what they want you to think it is, what it actually is. And it's somebody in the corner in a dark room with an Oculus set on. And I think that that'll be a reality for certain people, but personal branding is going to expand into avatars, right? We already have gamers like Ninja who have Mm -hmm. in-game avatars on Fortnite, you know, and like all these different games. It's like, we've already been living in this world. Now it's just about, a, 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 it's a matter of total world immersion, but then right. we're going to have the conversation of building out your avatars brand online, your personal yeah. brand in the metaverse and yeah. um, developing clout. Because I, the other thing is there are going to be microtransactions in the metaverse. And I, I don't want to get too geeked out yeah. here, but yeah. Yeah, you can, be, bro. It's all right. <laughs> there are going to be microtransactions saying you can't unlock this or you can unlock this. Or I could imagine virtual meet and greets. Imagine yeah. Ariana Grande's avatar and you pay $100 to do a virtual meet and greet with her. And she's there real time. She's just talking. Yeah. It's, so there are, yeah. are a bunch of different implications, but it is important to understand that the things that are going to make you the most money over time are going to be in the real world. Being able to buy a plot of land or buy real estate or buy things because people, yeah, you can live in the metaverse, but you're still going to be existing in real life, eating food and living somewhere. And I think that's going to result in an an exchange of wealth. And I could see more and more people going broke because of this total world immersion. Meanwhile, you have the select few who are completely making all the money. And um, there are so many different possibilities here. And it's going to be exciting but concerning to see the outcomes yeah we're, we're gonna live through it which is cool you and i are young enough and and we might even get to that point of total world immersion into mm. the meta but like you said we're still gonna go to the bathroom we're still gonna yeah. go out and eat a burger <laughs> and all of that is going to be taking place within another world that we're aware of and that we were just in that felt if not more real than this one uh fascinating stuff bro matrix much yeah, yeah, yeah. Red pill, blue pill. <laughs> I know? mean, they, they were onto something. They were onto something. Mm-hmm. And then uh, NFTs, and then we talk about crypto and like buying stuff. And like, so we're having this other form of money. And then, oh, dude, it's going to be cool. But it's also, like you said, a little concerning, man. Um, mm-hmm. And that's why I, I really like my space, like not my space, my, my own space with fitness and nutrition. Because it's more, uh, it's more like earthy and holistic, and it, we will always need it. People will always be wanting to lose weight or put on muscle or what have you. And training will always, we, the heart rate will always need to be going, whether we're using glasses or not. Um, and so, I want to know your opinion on on that as well. Like maybe even some advice for me, because some of our listeners are coaches too on like fitness nutrition personal branding have you worked with anyone what do you see coming with this Mm -hmm. yeah go ahead number one is increase your rates every single time i've ever talked to somebody they want to charge too little and uh the lead personal trainer on on the mashman ventures team actually i brought on a personal trainer to be able to provide those services and uh, to our clients Uh, not to our clients so much but but to our team members like eric chow he's the chief consultant he's been training with logan for 20 weeks 20 weeks and i'm like oh my gosh like i'm like wow this is this is why i brought somebody on i brought on a lead mental health advisor steve thorpe um but when it comes to the personal training space and the the fitness space 
it's important to stand out by building out your personal brand and actually take it to where you're like, hey, I am a celebrity personal trainer or I am the personal trainer. But then on top of that, making sure that you're still doing interviews or getting into articles and sharing those personal aspects of your life more. And you're in a space that is so centered around looks and superficial things. You can lose touch with the actual person that has those six pack abs. You can lose touch with the person who has the sex appeal. And that's important to make sure that you're aware of, right? Self-awareness. Yeah to where it's like, no, but this is something about me that you might not know, right? I'm a yeah. coffee drinker, I'm a huge nerd, I like X, Y, and Z things. And then by connecting with those people, you're gonna be able to charge more too because people are going to want to work with you, not just yes. for your results, but because of who you are. Yeah, that's good to hear, man. That's good to hear. Cause I'm, I'm really, at the end of the day, like I don't like being seen as like a trainer. Like you're just a exactly. trainer, like bicep curls. Like what the fuck? I, I want to be like, this guy impacted my life. He taught me about spirituality and he showed me about personal development and how it's not just losing weight. We're actually losing our bad habits and changing our life. Like, and then we went out for a cup of coffee and it's like, whoa, yeah. like, yeah, like yeah. something small like that. Yeah. 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 No, no, thanks. That's, that's really, it's really sound advice. And it kind of confirmed like what I was already thinking. Um, Isaac, man, like what's, what's next for you, bro? You got the book. You're, you're young as shit, dude. You're freaking. you live in Jacksonville, right? So I'm from Jacksonville, Florida. I'm living in Little Rock, Arkansas right now. I met a girl last year, flew out from California to meet her. And a year and a half later, I'm still here. Uh, the plane was originally to move to Dallas, but a couple of different things happened that made us like, you know what, let's stay here. Um, but the plane is still, still to move. But what's next, man? That is a, a huge question. Um, number one, I, I know that you know, I wasn't even planning on um, announcing this, but I am going to be doing a hardback version. It's still going to be the same length, but it's going to have extra margins to take notes. I'm going to be doing a workbook for our clients and every single client that works with the firm is actually getting a copy of this as well, hand copy, um, you know, to, to make sure that they're, they're understanding the power that their personal brand has. And with the prospect call I had today, he didn't quite understand why it was so important. He didn't quite grasp the idea. And that's why this is so important because it uses old and new world examples without naming anybody to, you automatically know who that person was just by me mentioning some of the traits and some of the things that they did, some of the actions, some of the accolades mm -hmm. or some of the horrible things actually. And so January 1st, we wanna be quadrupling rates. I'm gonna be targeting five to $10 million companies and working with executives have my own podcast, Chase the Vision, that I'm working on, mm -hmm. expanding the team, training up more consultants, taking this to $100 million by 2030. Um, I want to buy, uh, you know, I, I got some very, very ambitious goals for the next 12 months um, or 13, 14 months. And a lot of them include the personal brand. And a lot of them are also financial in terms of I'm trying to buy a property. You know, I already published a book before the age of 22 and before you know, within four years of graduating high school, I've already published a book. And so I've kind of measured, and I know that this might not be the best thing, but I don't think vanity metrics are always bad, but I've mm -hmm. measured out. I'm like, all right, out of everyone I've graduated with, I think I'm doing all right. You know, yeah. and I'll just be honest and I've measured it based off of that because I'm like, that means I'm doing something and I'm on, on track. So if I keep up with this record, by the time I'm 30, I'm going to be able to do what I want and fly private everywhere. So yep measuring these things is kind of keeping me motivated because my purpose isn't some like I'm trying to heal the world because mm -hmm. a lot of people say they want to heal the world and that's their purpose, but it really isn't because mm -hmm. the, the only reason they're saying they want to heal the world is to make themselves feel better. And it's motivated by ego. My mm -hmm. real reason is I'm trying to live up to my potential and everything else is going to fall into place afterwards. Mm -hmm. The bigger I get, the more my, I live up to my potential, 
the more I'm going to be able to help people, the more people yeah. I'm going to naturally be able to inspire, the more money I'm going to be able to make, the more solutions I'm going to be able to provide to the market, the more investments I'll be able to make in small startups that are looking for capital. It's like I'm getting to the point where I want to play Monopoly in real life. Mm. And not mm -hmm. in some sense of I'm trying to have the biggest company. No, I want to be able to do what I want. I want to be able to buy boardwalk, buy park yeah. place, and I want to be able to put hotels on them, you know? And yeah, dude. Yeah, I'm, I want to have Mashman Hotels in the future too. Yeah, I already got the uh. Instagram account. So, <laughs> yeah, man. I got a ton of different things. And I know I'm talking like a, like a crazy maniac, but I'm just... Another, uh, another, dude. another frequency lately, dude. I'm super. Another great. frequency, bro. When you're 21, you, you put out a book, you, you, you take ownership. Um, just hearing you speak, man, I, I just get that ambition. I hear it through the headphones, bro. You, you're on fire. You want it. Something that, and I have, and I don't have similar ambitions because I'm not as, uh, yeah, like venture firm, like capital, like that. But I, I definitely just want to create something that I'm so proud of and that I've helped and given so much to people and lived up, like you said, to my fullest potential that, that God made me like, that's what I want when maybe that is 10 million and maybe it's, it's just like, you know, a hundred grand a year, but it's, it's about joy in my heart and, uh, and feeling like I'm like just giving all of myself, uh, for the betterment of the people that I love and, and really anyone that wants my message or, or my way of life and teaching. Mm -hmm. Um, and one thing that I always got to remind myself and we were, we were chatting about this before is like that, that humility, right. And that, uh, that, that personality that says like, you know, thank you. And that's grateful. That's something that I want to maintain as I grow. And, um, my question, my last question to you is like, as, as you grow, uh, like in the next decade and getting back to what we were talking about earlier, how do you, how do you feel like you're, you'll handle man, like celebrity status? Cause I see you going, man. I see, I see you going like far in the next 10 years. How do you manage that, bro? You know, that's kind of tricky. And you know, today I'm, I'm on a call with a prospect and he's like, so, you know, you know, you've only been in the business for a year and a half. And I'm like, well, technically it's been like more four. I've only been incorporated for the past year and a half, but I went through a variety of reasons to overcome his objection of, I might've only been in, incorporated for the past year and a half, but I'm able to do X, Y, and Z. And as I kept going, I'm like, this list is getting long. And I'm thinking to myself, and I'm not trying to brag right here. I'm being like dead ass very transparent of like, this is concerning because I'm going through and I'm like, okay, I, I published a book. It just hit number one, by the way, in this field. And I'm like, okay, that might've sounded a little bit ego driven, but it was truthful because I'm like, where's this line between ego and truth. And I'm like, I've done all of this. So it's like, I'm just stating what I've done. It's not to impress you, but to impress upon you. And then I'm like, holy shit. I'm like, I can only imagine by the time I scale up and I'm going to have like an entire laundry list. But then I think that that's the entire point of building out your personal brand. So it speaks for you to where mm. if the person actually does the due diligence, they're able to know everything you've done. They're able to know your story. And I mean, the guy didn't do his due diligence prior to getting on the discovery call of actually his research. But I will say in the next decade, I'm, I'm not so much concerned about it moving forward. But again, I'm aware. I'm aware of it. And I'm also yeah. aware of my personality traits. Like I have an addictive personality by nature. So it's like, I have to make sure that although I can become addicted to all of this stuff, I maintain my level headedness to where I'm still going to, you know, I, I had somebody deliver a, a washer and dryer and I, I went down and I'm like, Hey, 
do you need help bringing this up the stairs? Because we're on the third story. And he's like, you know, out of the 16 years I've been doing this, you're like the third or fourth person I've ever had, you know, offer to help. And I'm like, I want to make sure that I'm still that guy a decade from now, the person yeah. opening up the door for the stranger in, you know, the person who's grabbing a cup of coffee, if I'm going out or, you know, going in and buying something for a homeless person, like whatever it might be, I want to make sure that I'm still that person yeah. because that's going to keep me grounded and continue being able to relate to a degree with other people who were in my place a decade ago. Yep. Yeah, man. That's so good, man. I mean, you hear this a lot from, from artists who, of course, are building a personal brand, creators, musicians, like, like they're, they're all talk about like, oh, did, did so-and-so change, you know, did mm -hmm. they stay true or did the, did the game get them and they, and they changed. And, uh, and that's always spoke to me, no matter where my journey goes is like, I want to be that one. That's like, you could find me here, bro. Same phone number. I ain't changing. You know, I'm going to yeah. stay true. And that's the cool thing about an industry like personal branding is like, it will be revealed especially as we get closer and closer in the metaverse, like you, you can't hide so much, the more closer we feel linked and uh, it'll always be at the forefront. And I'm someone, and it seems like you are too, where you, you, not that you wear your heart and sleeve, but like you just, you just speak from your heart, bro. And you share and you care. Mm -hmm. And it's hard for people like us to, to like uh, hide, you know, so much, it, it'll eventually come out. <laughs> Well, the, uh, the other thing, the, the final aspect that I'll mention is whenever you're building out your personal brand online, when you meet somebody for the first time, now you have a standard to live up to. You have mm. an expectation that is automatically set for you. And if you're faking it, if you ever meet somebody who knows you online and you're like, not there and like, you're, you're like, you don't know what you're talking about, the person's going to be like, fraud. Like, yeah, you could portray it online, but not in real life. And so it's that that's also a reason why you need to go out and, and, you know, iron sharpens iron, like you need to go out and have conversations with people to make sure that you're still sharp, even if, you know, your majority of your business is online. But if you take those relationships offline, which you should do, you should be doing and doing real life meet and greets or virtual or not virtual, but, you know, book signings or whatever it might be yeah. to where you're still sharp enough and to where you're that same exact person offline as you are online. And um, it's not so much about authenticity. That's a word that get, gets thrown around that nobody knows. It's like, it's just, it's, it's puke, like in my opinion, because nobody quite breaks it down and like, what is authenticity? It's you, that's it. it, it it's straight up you, that's, that's all it is. And it's most holistic form. And um, yeah, to anybody listening to this, Justin, I would just say that they need to make sure that they're maintaining who they are everywhere they go to every person they speak to, even their parents. Like, be real with your mom. If she's not doing what you know she needs to be doing, put her in check, hold her accountable. Yeah. You, you know, family members, hold them accountable. And um, that's going to really make sure that you believe in what you got going on, not just the other person believing in you, but you believing in yourself. Good, man. Isaac, man, to everyone listening, it's been, it's, it's been really good speaking to you, man, getting to know you, hearing your heart, bro, seeing and, and just, yeah, understanding more of your vision and the heartbeat behind your book and just where you're going dude and bro how can people connect with you how can people find you work with you yeah i appreciate that man and thank you again for inviting me on you can find me literally everywhere at isaac mashman i-s-a-a-c-m-a-s-h-m-a-n um super simple name you know biblical spelling of isaac and mash man <laughs> mashed potatoes mash man um but you could also pick up a copy of the book if you would like um from amazon and i'm working on getting it into some other retailers as well personal branding a manifesto on fame and influence 
Got my podcast, which I'm going to be revamping here shortly called Chase the Vision with Isaac Mashman and a ton of cool things in the work, man. Ton of cool things. Thank you again. Oh, yeah, brother. Yeah, 100%, bro. It was awesome, dude. Have a fantastic day, bro. We'll catch up on the, on the gram. Likewise. You too. See you, brother. All right.